Morning everyone, welcome to this Monday morning and we're continuing our devotional series of walking with Jesus, looking at the book of Matthew and looking at it one chapter at a time. And today we're looking at Matthew chapter 3. Now I'd like to do something a little bit different. As I was reading through this chapter this morning, I'm trying to be as spontaneous as possible and not make this preach yet. I really want to be like, hey, this is what I'm seeing as I'm reading it today. And what really struck me from Matthew chapter 3 is what you have here is, I'll read it just in a moment, but you have the Pharisees coming down to see John the Baptist and John the Baptist responds to them. And then you've got Jesus coming down to John the Baptist and John the Baptist responding to Jesus. And so verse chapter three from verse one, it says, In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. It's, then it talks about John's clothes and he was wild. But from verse 7 it says, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, not coming to be baptized, but coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruits in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God could raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the tree, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Then later on in verse 13, it says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this, to fulfill all righteousness. And then John consented. So here's the thought this morning. So you've got these two different people. You've got the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, and you've got Jesus coming down to John. Now, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were political parties, actually, but they were also teachers of the law. Like They were the guys that uh, taught in the, in the synagogue, and they were um, part of the priesthood and whatever. But primarily what they'd done is they'd set themselves up as the de facto, ruler of the, de facto rulers of the people, right? They were the Romans at the time, but these were the guys who, they were like, the guys who set the rules for who the Jews were in the Jewish nation. Now, the reason John the Baptist says what he says here, he goes, who, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Like, what's he talking about there? Why is there the axe at the foot of the tree? What's he talking about to the Pharisees? And what he's talking about is Jesus. The fact that up to this point, man has lived under the law. And so what you have to do is try to fulfill the law in your own strength and you make sacrifices and you do your best and whatever. But when Jesus comes, he's going to like not abolish the law, but Jesus is going to fulfill the law. And no longer will it be your effort and what you've done in trying to fulfill the law. But now it's coming to Jesus and submitting in humility and, and, and accepting Jesus as our Savior and what he's done on the cross. That will be salvation for all mankind. God's promise that he promised since the beginning of, of creation, even before the, the foundations of the earth, the lamb was slain. And so here's the thing. Why is John saying putting an axe? You see, no one can keep the law, right? None of us are perfect. None of us can go, you know, days and days and days without sinning. Like eventually all of us are broken and, and we do let God down. We sin against God. We sin against others. And so what the Pharisees had done was they had become very good at looking like they were keeping the law. Because if I can't keep the law, I, they, they, I've got two options. One, to be honest about where I'm at and, and that I need a savior. But the Pharisees had gone the opposite route. And they were like, so they wore these special outfits and they dressed up and they added more laws to the people. And the reason they did that there was they were projecting and trying to make themselves look like these righteous, holy guys who had it all together. So their righteousness was external 
and inside. That's why Jesus, when he has a go at them a bit later on, we'll see in Matthew, he calls them rotting tombs with dead men's bones on the inside, whitewashed on the outside. And so what the Pharisees did was they presented this external kind of righteousness. They weren't coming to John to repent at all. They were coming to John to look at what he was doing and sneer and see who, you know, who was getting baptized and, and judge because they projected being righteous, but on the inside they were broken. And so that was, and, and John was saying to them, listen guys, you can play this game for a while, but the day's coming. The day's coming when Jesus comes, the Messiah, because John the Baptist was the guy who prepared the way. He was the guy who preached that Jesus was coming. That day, right, all of your external righteousness will count for a zip. It'll count for squat. Because when Jesus comes, right, he's not looking at the externals. And that's why Jesus preaches what he preaches in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 that we'll see a bit later. So what's the difference between what the Pharisees did and what Jesus did? Well, first up, it says that Jesus didn't come to the, the Jordan to judge John or look at him or look at other people. He came to the Jordan to be baptized. Now, I'm not going to go through baptism now. It's not the purpose of this. But the point was God the Father wanted the Son, God the Son, to be baptized because Jesus was setting a pattern for us how we should live our lives. And Jesus was pointing forward to his own death by being baptized, the death, burial, and resurrection under the water and then out of the water. And so Jesus came to be baptized in the Jordan. He wasn't worried about what anybody thought. He wasn't worried about being counted amongst those who were sinners who needed to be who needed to repent. He wasn't worried about the externals because Jesus wasn't externally trying to project something good and internally the dead bones like the Pharisees were. Jesus was obedient to whatever God called him to do on the outside, whether he looked good or he doesn't look good, whether he looks like he's got it all together or it looks like he doesn't have it all together. He didn't mind. His one thing was, I want to be obedient to the Father because he knew in his heart of hearts who he was. He knew that he was a son of God. And so when he comes out of the waters of baptism, the Father says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And John the Baptist, this is Jesus's cousin. He grew up with Jesus. He knew Jesus was perfect and sinless. He'd watched him his whole life. That's why he says to Jesus, I need to be baptized by you. And Jesus says, no, we have to do this to fulfill all righteousness. And so, friends, here's the challenge for us today and for me as well. When I walk out into my day, am I walking out into my day as a Pharisee who's got everything up here, but inside it's dead? Or am I, am I going to be someone who's, Lord, externally, I want to be as obedient to you as possible. Whatever you ask me to do, whether I look good, whether I don't look good, whether I look like I've got it all together or I don't, I want to be obedient to you, walking out whatever you've called me to do, because I know on the inside that there's this voice. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter in whom I'm well pleased. And friends, I, I trust that when Jesus looks, when God, look, God the Father looks at us, as he looked down and he saw his beloved son being baptized in obedience to what he told him, I trust that that's what God sees when he looks at our lives, rather than a bunch of hard-hearted Pharisees who look like they've got it all together in front of people and be pretending and playing the game. But inside, there's these dry bones and there's just death and there's no life. So trust that's encouraging for you. Let's go out and be obedient and do everything God's called us to do.